Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, and welcome to another installment of Literati, a comedy podcast celebrating the greatest American novels never written. Literati is the only podcast where it's okay to take a page out of someone else's book and roll a big fat doobie with it. We be blazing, oh, we be blazing, oh, we be blazing almost Michael, every Michael, no, 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 no. That is not what we do here at Literati. What? what no, 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 no. You're thinking of the other podcast we host, Rasta Party Time Boogie Down. Oh. Oh, my God. You're right. I switched up Literati and... Rasta Party Time Boogie Down again. Gee, oh, I really wish I didn't ruin my copy of The Fountainhead by ripping out all the pages to roll joints with. Well, I mean, if you want my honest opinion, that book deserves to be burned. Ooh, Colin, slamming Ann Rand. Nasty. <laughs> Got her. But I do want to take a moment to apologize to our listeners for the confusion. Uh, just to clarify, this is Literati, the only show where you're encouraged to... Curl up in a comfy chair with a good book. Pour yourself a glass of fine wine. And then do gravity bong rips until you puke in the tub. We be blazing, oh, we be blazing. We be blazing almost every night. So thank you for joining us on the Literati Podcast. We're your hosts, Colin O'Brien. And Michael Wolf, And we'll be your literary guides on this tour of sophistication and intellect. Today, in fact, is so sophisticated and intellectual that we are recording live in the New York Public Library. Ooh, uh, Michael, I'm... Ah, I hate to... those books no. turn and <laughs> I'm sorry to learn. Cor- no, no, no. I'm sorry to correct you, but uh, we are not actually in the New York Public Library today. We huh? are in a Lower East Side bar in New York called the Library. Ugh. That's my second big mistake so far, and we're still in the intro. You know, I hope Ugh. you don't make any more. You know, I wondered why they'd replaced all the boring books with exciting bottles of booze. I'm starting to think I'd really make a whole habit out of coming to the library. Well, you know, there's actually still a lot of literary history in this bar. Well, that's true. Did you know that this bar is where Dan Brown got blackout drunk on white wine spritzers and shouted out, Da Vinci Code! Hey, more like Da Vinci Chode! He was so drunk he slandered his own masterwork. That's pretty drunk. You know, this is also the bar where Toni Morrison would come every week after writing for the Friday night open mics, and she'd perform her hip-hop-influenced folk songs, or folk-hop, as she called it, with her band The Funky Folkers. Oh, that sounds bad. And if that doesn't impress you, how about this? Right now, famed author Nicholas Sparks is at the other end of the bar, 
masturbating in the bathroom. Now that's what I call a walk to remember. Because I had to walk back from the bathroom with a terrible image burned into my mind. Wow, that sounds very horrible. Yeah, they've got to make better locks for these doors because they just swung right open. I saw everything. Gonna have to drink a lot to get rid of that memory. Well, luckily we are in the right place for that. But you know, books is so much more than just masturbating in bathrooms. Some books are people's first introductions to feeling of love and lust. Yeah, that's true. I I remember for me, my first sexual experience actually did come from a book, Tropic of Cancer by Henry Miller. I humped that book real hard because it was just the right size and shape. I was a young 13-year-old boy, and I just grinded up on it like I was at a middle school prom. Got my rocks off. Wow. You know, I remember when I was very young, some might say too young for this book, (laughs) but uh, I got my hands on a copy of Lolita, and then I placed it on the ground, and I stood on top of it so that I could get up high enough to hump the couch cushions. That book still holds a place in my heart. Another book that really got me off was A Hundred Years of Solitude by Gabriel Garcia Marquez. I don't know what it was about it that turned me on so much, but I have a sneaking suspicion it was how sad the book was. I just find that whenever I get really sad, I get really horny. I don't know what ties the two together, but... I do know that uh, every time I have sex, someone I love dies. Huh. Well, I'll think about that later. And finally, if books aren't your thing, there's also porno mags, if you want to see, like, boobs and butts and stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, if you're trying to get off, just look at porn. Yeah. That's probably the easiest, fastest way. You don't have to flip through, like, a hundred pages to find one sexy bit. Yeah, and you don't even have to read the bit. You can just look at the thing. Yeah, just see the bits. Ugh. But speaking of sex, we find that it's a sophisticated and intellectual part of the human experience, and we shouldn't be ashamed of it, and people shouldn't laugh at us if the way we do it is weird. Speaking of sex and sexuality, we are so excited for today's guest author. Dr. Richard T. Feely uh, is here, and he's going to be reading from his book entitled Sex Book. So if you have any kids, please make sure to either put them right up next to the speaker or put your headphones, one in their ear and one in your ear, so you can both learn together. Because the sooner kids learn about sex, the sooner they can have it. And you want to maintain eye contact, very direct eye contact with your child the whole time while they're listening. Now, Colin, I don't know about you, but I'm very excited to hear his reading and talk to him and i've got some questions i'm pretty excited to ask uh ditto (laughs) please enjoy dr richard t feely hi this is dr richard t feely phd and i'll be reading from my book uh that's available now at uh, strand and barnes and noble sex book this is a must read for anyone who wants to have sex and or has had sex before Sex. It's on our minds. It's inside of our hearts. It's on TV. It's on online. But what is it? And by it, I'm referring to sex. What is sex? Why do we do it? Who are we doing it with? If you want the answers to those questions, you've come to the right place. That place being this 1,568-page book about sex that I... 
Dr. Richard T. Feely, Ph.D., have been commissioned to write by the National Medical Association of Brazil. Now let's get down to the nitty-gritty. Sex. It's a thing. We've all heard it. We've all seen it. We've all had it. It's sex. And in the span of this 1,568-page book, I will explain everything there is to know about sex, including what it is. This book will cover the many facets, aspects, and or parts that make up sex. But just where do we start, you ask? Well, let's start with the subject in question. Sex. What is it? We've all thought about it. We've all listened to it. We've all watched it. But what is it? Well, to put in layman's terms, it is a word. But first, what are layman's terms? Well, to put simply, layman's terms is a way of explaining something intricate or complex in a rudimentary or straightforward way. To truly understand what a word or term means, you must first look at the etymology or origins. The word layman comes from the English word laity, meaning lay people. And laity, of course, coming from the Greek word lakos, meaning warm milk. Which brings us to sex. We've all talked about it. We've all asked about it. We've all done it. But exactly what is it? What is sex? Where did it come from? Before we answer these questions, we must first break down the word itself. Sex. S-E-X. Sex. S, of course, is the 19th letter in the alphabet. E, the 5th. And X, the 24th. When put together, these letters equal a sum of 48. A number that not only is divisible by 2, but 4 as well. It's in these two numbers, 2 and 4, we find our answer. 6. S-I-X. 6. Not too far off from another word. 6. This leads us all back to our subject, of course. Sex. S-E-X. What is it? Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, sure, sure. Sure, 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 sure. Sure. We all know about it. We all experience it. We all pay for it. But what is it? What is sex? To explain what sex is, we must first ask ourselves, what was that over there? Did you see that? I thought I just saw something over there. I guess it was nothing, uh, my mistake. Uh, just these tired old eyes. <laughs> Sorry about that. Let's get right back to it. You're probably asking yourself why I would include that last part in the actual published book. You're probably wondering why I didn't just stop writing and put my pen down after becoming distracted by a mere hallucination. There's one thing you should know about me, Dr. Richard T. Feely, PhD. I'm a very thorough writer. Once I start writing, I cannot stop until I'm finished. Once I put my pen to paper, my thoughts flow out of me like lava flowing from a lava hill. I set out to tell you everything I know about sex in this 1,568 pages, and goddammit, that's what I'm gonna do. Now, back to the subject at hand. Sex. It can be many things. It can be passionate, like a romantic kiss. 
It can be enjoyable, like a refreshing pineapple drink. It can be scary, like a scary skeleton. Why is this? Why are skeletons so scary? First of all, just bones. Second of all, where'd the flesh go? Why is there no flesh on those bones? Third of all, how are all the bones staying together while it walks? That's scary. Okay, that's it. Listen, I'm not going to beat around the bush anymore. I'm going to give it to you straight, and I'm talking no chaser. What is sex? Well, this is embarrassing. Uh, It seems my pen um, is running out of ink. I will have to continue this at a later date. Unfortunately, I also have a dentist appointment tomorrow, and I leave for Cambodia the next day, so it might be a few months before I could finish my thoughts on sex. And the rest of the pages are blank. Hi, everybody. Tim Heidecker here with huge news. We have a terrific episode of Office Hours Live prepared for you. We had the great stand-up comedian Kyle Kinane come in and a very special in-studio music session from legendary Emdu Mokhtar. You're not going to want to miss this one. You can find it on your podcast app of choice by going to Sears or Macy's and getting an iPod and then coming home, charging it up, and listening through your app. Richard T. Feely, ladies and gentlemen. Thank wow. you so much Thank for being you. here uh, and for reading uh, that wonderful, wonderful story. It was amazing. It, um, it's all my pleasure. Yeah. I love to read my work. It was and I'm fantastic. glad I got the opportunity. Now, Richard T. Feely, mm-hmm. I, I got a question. Uh, you're one of the first academics we've had on the show. You know, we're used to people mm. spinning yarns mm-hmm. and telling a story. What, what's the challenge of coming to a book knowing I've got one specific job and that job is to yes. scientifically analyze and convey an idea. Sex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, your words, not mine. <laughs> yes. Um, well, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of pressure to, uh, you know, thoroughly cover the subject and uh, there's a lot of money um, that is is thrown at you when when you have a project like this yeah wow. i think we all You're know that the, the publishing oh, industry yeah. is kind of oh, a cash yeah. cow yeah and uh i think just maybe money at me all the time to write stuff i think maybe um you know right off the bat maybe um saying that you could provide 1568 pages mm. um you know puts a lot of pressure on the, you the money so maybe the Maybe a mistake. Yeah, the money was sort of contingent on you being able to produce that many pages in your book. They asked me to write the book, and I said, I'll have 1,568 pages for you by tomorrow. So they did not ask you to write that many pages. I was very gung-ho about it. Wow. Um, I was very excited. You thought you could write that many pages in one day? I, yes. Wow. And you did. Technically, I mean, there's there's that many pages in the book. But mm-hmm. yes, as you I, mentioned, that a number of those are blank. Mm. Yes, 
Um, so, Richard T. Feely, mm-hmm. um, and you don't mind if I call you that, is it Dr. Richard T. Feely? Yes. Sorry. Uh, Dr. Richard T. Feely, you must be very passionate about sex to take on a project very. and to say, I will write this many pages by I tomorrow. Love it. You mm-hmm. love this stuff? I can't get enough of it. Oh. Are you, you're very, you have a very healthy sexual appetite? Very healthy. What would you say is your favorite part about sex? Oh, I love it. The whole thing? Yeah. Wow, good answer. Yeah, good that's answer. how I am with uh, with pie. People are like, what's your favorite part of pie? Is it the blueberries? Is it the crust? And I'm like, hey, if you take out any of those, it's not a pie anymore. Mm-hmm. So I definitely understand right. what you mean. I like, I like sex. I like having it. I love to watch it. Mm-hmm. You also I said... I love to talk about it. I also I believe... love it. Yeah, you're sweating a lot. Hmm? You're sweating a lot right now, and you haven't made eye contact with either of us. Hmm. Well, that's uh, because it's... Uh, uh, I got my eyes checked today, and they're dilated, so it's oh. hard for me to focus on uh, any of you. Hey, Colin, I'm starting to get a kind of weird vibe from yeah. this guy. There's just mm-hmm. something... Listen, I'm not, I don't want to say hey, anything, uh, but something is kind of striking me as like a little... Yeah. Can you, can you hold on one second, Michael? Yeah, uh, Dr. Richard T. Feely is trying to talk okay. to me. What's up, man? Hey, what's up? Hey. Hey, Michael's weird, right? He's being a little weird. Yeah, he, yeah. Uh, he turned turned to you and he started whispering. Yeah, to you. what was that? I don't know. It's, it's like you're right there. Rude. I know. Hey, so Dr. Richard T. Feely? This podcast and, uh, oh, Michael's trying to talk to you. Whoa. <laughs> Excuse me, Dr. Hey. Richard T. Feely? Do you have something to say to me? Hmm? I'm just, I just, let's take Colin out of it for a second. If you got something to say to me, just say it to my face. No. Nothing's nothing to say. Just uh, here to talk about the book. Great, so wonderful. Um, <clears throat> I, I have a question. Mm. Uh, as someone, uh, I'd like to be having uh, more sex in my life, oh. but uh, I have what uh, doctors refer to as an ugly face and a bad body. Mm. Is there something I can do, like maybe things I could wear or accessories I could have to distract people and trick them into thinking I'm sexier than I actually am? Can I give you a suggestion? Sure. I personally don't think you have a bad face or ugly face or bad body, um, but I would say that maybe just wear a hood over your head. Oh, It would be good with some eyes cut out. Like a hood for the back of the head and maybe one, like maybe I wear a sweatshirt. Honestly, just a trash bag. So Uh I have like a... The hood facing over both ways. Yeah, and okay. all of your T-shirts say, uh, "My other truck is your mama," <laughs> and I think yeah. maybe don't wear those T-shirts. Okay. Anymore. Yes. All right. I have to agree with Michael. I was also thinking maybe if I like got a like a pet, maybe that would just distract from my body entirely. Like mm. they'd just be looking mm. at something else. What type of pet? Maybe like a rat on a leash or mm. something like that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think um, if you're trying to bag some strange, I think a rat on a leash would really help. So maybe like if I had a bunch of rats, mm-hmm. like on a bunch of different leashes, leashes sort of like a like a dog walker, like, or like a balloon bunch. salesman. Like, yeah, rats. like if I had a well, ton of a rat rats. walker. So I do, you you think if if maybe I got some more rats and just mm-hmm. walk them on leashes on the sidewalks of New York, I. I know where they are. Like, I could round up <laughs> a bunch of them. And, yeah. you know, just a trip to Petco, I can get a bunch of leashes. And maybe a sort of... Try leashes? To f- leash- leashes, sorry. 
And uh, hey, cut. just a second. Hey, Doctor Richard T. Fairley, mm. could you take it easy? He was raised in China, and English is his second language. Um, so, I, like, sometimes he messes. I'm up just trying to understand. I'm just trying to follow here. Okay, I'm just. He's like in a pretty dark spot right now because mm-hmm. he hasn't had sex ever. Interesting. So just like be interesting problem to have. Hey, Michael, can I uh, can I talk to you for a second? Oh yeah, what's up, buddy? You didn't tell the sex doctor I've never had sex, right? Oh, no, I'd never do that to you. You're super a good friend of mine, and I yeah. would never betray your trust. Okay, yeah, so anyway, like I said, a friendless virgin. Um, so just, like, you got to tread on eggshells, because honestly, he started wearing trench coats around, and it's I freaking me out. honestly have no bearing for what that is like, um, and uh, do not understand what that c- would be like to never have uh, experienced sex. Um, it's very difficult for me to process have, being someone who had just writ, has written a book on <clears throat> on sex and knows all about it. Sure, I I, I kind of want to jump into some of the things that I think our listeners are very interested in. Mm-hmm. Which for the number one question we got when we said uh, you were coming on the show uh, mm-hmm. was first times. They want to hear about your first time in as mm. much detail as possible, and then we could maybe go around the horn. Yes, my first time was memorable, for oh, definitely. I remember doing it, and it was good and healthy. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember it like yesterday. So, like, um, it wasn't awkward at all? No. Okay. That's great. I mean, I wish I had a an experience that was that positive and affirming. I mean, um, yeah, it was it was kind of awkward. Oh, it was. Yes. Why? <clears throat> uh, because I spoke out of turn. Oh, like you were doing some dirty talk and you kept like interrupting. Yes. Okay. I guess that is pretty. It's awkward. pretty rude. Yeah. Definitely breaks the Queensbury I, rules. Yes. 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 Yeah. But uh, overall, positive experience, and I do it all the time. My first time. Uh, yes. Tell me more. It wasn't great. Um, Same here. I was doing a game of Seven Minutes in Heaven. Mm, yes. Very familiar. Yeah. Right. It's. I. I mean, obviously, when we were kids, it was a, a game we'd all play at parties. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, I got paired up with actually both of the parents Mm -hmm. at the party we, I was at, um, who were hosting us. I want to hear more about this. And they, I mean, it was almost a full seven minutes. Um, and I wasn't super involved. It was more of just them. And I, I later realized that I just walked in on my friend's parents having sex. And what were they doing? They were... Um, riding each other and having intercourse. Yeah, tell me more. So um, the man's penis would go into the woman's vagina and he'd thrust around. Colin, and... do you have a pen? Uh, I do, yeah. Do you need to write this down? Uh, no, I just wanted to admire your pen. Well, your, yeah, your pen did run out, I remember, when you were writing your book. So, What about you, Colin? Mm-hmm. Uh... Uh, well, as we've established, uh, I've 
definitely had sex before. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. <laughs> too many times to count. Uh, so it's going to be... Tell me about it. Really difficult for me to yeah. remember my first because I have to like, sort of like, go back through all of the it's times. Hard. Yeah. I just did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> just uh, any details. Yeah, of course. Uh, skin, lots of it. Ugh. Uh, you don't have to tell me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, there was uh, hair, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly. Okay, I'm sorry. Listen, Colin, from the way that you're talking about sex, and I know that you've never had sex. Suddenly feels it. No, I, I don't know what he's talking about, Doctor Richard T. Feely. Hmm. I, don't, I don't know what. Uh... Listen, you don't have to put up a front. There's nothing wrong with it, because that's you, and this is your personality in your life. But Doctor Richard T. Feely, <clears throat> it all makes sense now. You're being vague. Yeah. You're avoiding specifics, hmm. and you have never had sex, and that's <laughs> irresponsible to go on and call yourself a doctor and write a book and peddle that to people. That's what I have a problem with. Colin, you'll get there. That's fine. It's no big deal. If you need to lie and put on a front and maybe even lie to yourself and block out this whole conversation, that's fine. What are we talking about? Because that's Hmm. you and your life. But I was not aware this is a gotcha program. It wasn't supposed to be. I think you gotcha us. No, I think you... Yeah, I did because I have had sex. Name one fact about sex. Wait, who's got who? Who's getting who? I definitely got you. You got... Because you thought I didn't know about sex, and clearly I do. Tell me right now what sex is. You take... You take... We'll both lie down, and then... First, you have... You gotta go on a date. And then... Oh, fuck. And then you well, so you have two. There's two people. Uh-huh. And then one lays down, and then you. <clears throat> he, well, me, me personally, this happened to. I took took down the pants, and we we both lay. We're both we both laying is involved. I owe you an apology. And and yeah, that's we, uh, yeah, yeah. And that's I'm sorry, uh, Michael. Uh, I, I guess I jumped to some conclusions, and clearly you know what you're talking about. I, I guess I was just feeling insecure because I'm in the presence of someone who is so experienced mm-hmm. that it freaked me out. Um, I take it back, and I, I apologize. I got to say, Michael, it's, it's very big of you uh, to apologize like that uh, to Dr. Richard T. Feely. And, Colin, I got to say, you kind of uh, sticking up for your friend like that, that's... Uh not an easy thing to do and i think you did a good job wow, sticking that's... up for your friend michael and uh that means you know lot. he made a big he made a big bummer yeah boner of a mistake big bummer boner of a mistake so dr richard t feely could mm-hmm. you give our listeners uh, a last piece of sex advice i lied uh, i never had sex and i'm sorry great dr richard t feely thank you very much thanks for joining us Dr. Richard T. Feely. He really pulled the wool over our eyes yeah. and then pulled the wool off 
and then I think pulled it back on at the end. Yeah. Now I don't know where the wool is, and I've been looking for it. For All a while I know now. is that I have a latex allergy. So when I buy condoms, I'm going to have to get lambskin. I don't know if that's the same as wool. Yeah. Anyway, long story short, what a great conversation. What a great reading. Now, we are so excited to be bringing you this podcast as often as we can, which seems like it's about every other week. We're being really good about that, and we hope you appreciate it. Yeah. We've been really good about it for about four weeks now. (laughs) And if you're good, nothing has to change. We'll keep doing a good job, but what we need is for you guys to subscribe to Literati on iTunes. Go in, leave us a review. It's so easy that Colin and I have come up with some reviews, sample starters that you can use right now. So here's one. Five stars. The title is Literati, Wow, So Good. I listen to Literati. Wow, so good. I'm going to listen again. Michael, would you mind if people just took that review? Like, don't have to change anything about Go it. Go for it. Yeah. This is one time where I'm saying plagiarism is A-OK. Yeah. Colin, do you have one? Yeah, of course I do. Uh, five stars. This is the best is the title. Great. And then underneath it, it says, I'm talking about Literati, the podcast, when I'm saying this is the best. Mm. So that's a review. Someone could leave. I think that's perfect. You can just go ahead and copy paste copy, that yep. from what you're hearing right now yep. into the review. Uh, yep. One final last one. Uh, five stars. Duh, we've yeah. already established that's yeah. what we're all doing. Um, this podcast reminds me of my sons. And then the text inside is, the voices of these two men remind me of my sons. Yeah. I haven't seen my sons in a long time. And when I listen to this podcast, it reminds me of Taylor and Thomas. And then maybe like a picture of your sons. That would be great. Yeah. And then if you could make it show specific, cool. But if if you can't, that's fine. We'll take whatever. Yeah. No matter what comment you leave, we really appreciate you listening and hope you continue. And don't forget to to read. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com.